There's nothing like worse than when you get a set that's completely like killer and it's just not recorded. It's not recorded. And I wanted it recorded. Dude, I was so on point and I was so upset when I found out Jolly had fucking stopped recording. <laughs> Dude, that's, that, is, that, is, that is rule 101. Yeah, you know, like anytime you're like, ah, I don't know if I should record tonight or, you know, like whatever. And then yeah. you just fucking. And like to have yeah. it be a 30 at that is so. I was yeah. telling him we headlined Bathhouse and we just had a great fucking 25, 30 yeah. minutes. And we had planned on using that to submit to festivals. And Jolly had hit record twice. So the camera didn't get any of it. God that. damn it. <laughs> yeah. That's where you just, you just, you just sound like. Like an old cop. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> you wish it was like anybody else who fucked up because you can't get mad at Jolly. Yeah. <laughs> oh He's like the nicest person yeah, ever. Yeah. I can't even like. at work, I'm like, fuck, I wish that was somebody else. What am I going to say? Because all you have to do is ask him nicely not to do it again, and that's the end of it. Right, but. right, right. I feel that. We good uh, on the audio levels, Chad? Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right, uh, cool, cool. Talking. Yeah. All right. And on work. that note, this is episode 12. Yeah. Of the Very Green Room Podcast. I am Ben Daniel with my co-host, Will Loden. Hello. And our guest this evening, Mr. Jesse James. Do I James. say my own name? Uh, yeah, no, I've got, it, I've got it, Mr. Jesse James. So he slides in when I blank out. There we go, Sometimes right? on the format of the <laughs> show when I... You forgot my name. <laughs> staring straight at you. It's one of the easiest <laughs> names you could remember. There's yeah. like 400 people named that. You smelled what I'm smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I remembered my name, bro. There's three in the sequence. I got two out of three. There we 66 go. 66% is passing in some poor high schools. Leave Jesus me be. Yeah. No child left behind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we got Jesse James on the podcast. I met Jesse right when I moved. I think we, we moved to Houston around the same time. Uh, uh, how you, long have you been here? Three years. Three years? I, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right around the same I think, time. yeah, because you moved down here uh, with Morgan, right? Or mm-hmm. did you? Yeah, and uh, and y'all... Yeah, I met you. I met you when we were both uh, going pretty fucking hard in the we pain. We were going yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we took a train from Buffalo, New York, with our newborn to move down. Here. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a on an Amtrak. Yeah. And I was wide open when I got to Houston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd been living in the country for like two years doing nothing. I was like, all right, it's time to go. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. No, that's uh, I. I've, so you were living up in Buffalo. Um, I say Buffalo, but I was living in like bumfuck nowhere of a town of like two thousand people, nice. in like Canandaigua, New York, yeah. <laughs> on a lake, little lake town. And what were you doing up there? Uh, don't matter, bro. I was a manager at an Applebee's in my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I got I got hit. Some homeless guy living in his truck tried to rob me in the parking lot, and I was just like, "No, bitch!" Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he got in his truck and he ran me over and almost killed me in the parking lot. And as soon as I woke up, I called Andrew Youngblood and I was like, "I almost died in the parking lot of the Applebee's that I'm a manager at." In our hometown, <laughs> I was like, I need to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Youngblood's from there too. Yeah, I, I like. Yeah, yeah, we're from yeah, a small yeah, town. Yeah, we grew up. Uh, we grew up like a dirt road over from each other. We're yeah. technically neighbors, which in the country means you live two miles from each right. other. Right. Yeah. 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 But no, I'm, my family's from Mississippi. I get that. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No, dude. 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 Our neighbors were the Dudleys, and they lived like <laughs> four miles away. Does dude, every small town have the Dudleys? Dude, John Dudley finger banged my cousin one time, and it was it was it was a huge deal in Aberdeen, Mississippi. It was uh, yeah. Where did he do it at? Uh, he did it outside of the Presbyterian Church. Uh, <laughs> was that a popular fingering hole, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yo, no, your cousin, uh, not uh, the no, 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 no. Uh, my cousin, my cousin's great. She's a very virtuous woman, married now. Uh, <laughs> Old Dudley missed the boat on that one. I think he's a nurse now in Columbus, and he's oh. doing great. Right? But that's how churches are, right? I got my first over the pants handy from April, uh, from April Woldridge at yeah. Four Square Evangel <laughs> Church. <laughs> I think she's married now, so I can. Me, her me name. too. Yeah, no. First, you knew April Woldridge. <laughs> <laughs> that girl got a rap. No, no, no. It was. Uh, uh, it was it was the Methodist Church down here in Houston, and uh-huh. uh, we were going to uh, help homeless people read Mexicans. Uh, and like, <laughs> and I was like, Did you say reap Mexicans? We are from a whiter neighborhood. Gotcha. <laughs> it's, it's not the purge, but you know, <laughs> it's close. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no. And then this uh, girl. Gave me my first over the pants hand job in a in a bus, and that felt really good. Fuck, that's cool, dude. dude. It was it was awesome. Church uh, was so cool. But first <laughs> and last names make the stories the best. Like yeah. I try not to do them on the podcast just because like people have Google now, and like you know like off off camera I'll be like yeah it was you know it was. So and so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I you just accidentally slut shame someone and the hundred people who listen to this somehow get it back to her, I feel like that would be the perfect <laughs> use of this pre podcast. I space. can tell you from a lot of drunken nights that you can't find her online. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking look. Anybody can. I'd love to just see what she's doing now. <laughs> I want to know if she still thinks about that sometimes. So, so that's another thing that we have very similarly to one Jesus. another. Dude, we have spent a lot of drunken nights Googling people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder how Lainey Johnson's doing. <laughs> I wonder if she's also a depressed alcoholic. Oh, she went to Yale? Well, fuck me. <laughs> I just want oh, you to know when you said it doesn't matter what I did when he asked you what you did for work, that I have so much respect for you, I just automatically assumed you dealt heroin. <laughs> yeah, I, dealt it I didn't arms. think the floor was Applebee's. <laughs> No, dude, I worked at Applebee's. I wasn't on heroin. It was fentanyl. God damn, yeah, dude. That's about what it would take for me to work at Fucking, Fucking fentanyl, dude, like... Fentanyl, like, fentanyl has it, fucked up. Yeah, uh, maybe work at Applebee's for two years. Yeah. You know, bad. you think it's not that bad. Yeah. Like fentanyl was the cause of like one of the most depraved things I used to do as a drug addict. Because my buddy got those 24-hour uh, patches of fentanyl oh, prescribed. Yeah. And he would wear them for 24 hours. And then I would eat them to see if I could get any of the residual fentanyl oh, out of the patches. That After is, he yeah. wore them. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. drug addict shit. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty yeah. close to bottom <laughs> for me. Yeah. It was like you're literally eating plastic that someone else is sweating on. You're like, yeah. oh, this is not. I've definitely never scraped it off and tried to use it in a vaporizer for weeks before. <laughs> 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 I've never tried that yeah. with my dead grandma's fentanyl patches. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Grandma Sally. Yeah. I, <laughs> Shout out Grandma Sally. I will say her last name. There we go. <laughs> uh, There's no chance I used to go to estate sales on the weekend to sweep their medicine cabinets for expired. Oh, oh man. That's yeah. such a good idea. Thank you. I was a very, very resourceful person. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, I bet you got some good scores, too, doing that. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, you're like, oh, they were in hospice care, too, before they died? That means that... The problem with me is no matter how much I found, I never found more than a weekend's worth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There was no upper threshold. Mom's like, look at this classic oriental carpet I found for fucking $20 in the the study. You're like, look at this bottle of 90 perks I found in the bathroom. (laughs) You both leave happy. (laughs) I'm wearing a leather jacket in the middle of August because it's got inside pockets that won't rattle. (laughs) <laughs> like, it's just a condition. I'm cold all the time, guys. Leave me alone. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's cool, man. Drugs yeah. are cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they were, it was cool. Good times. Did you start doing comedy after you moved here? Yeah, I definitely started doing it after I moved here. I used to do a lot of creative writing when yeah. I was in college yeah. um, at uh, Corning Community College. There you go. There you go, dude. Hey, no no, no judgment here. No. And Tidewater Community College yeah. and <laughs> Roanoke Community yeah. College. So you bounced around a lot. Little, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. I'm a very well-educated <laughs> man in college. So yeah, I went to a few tech schools. Yeah. But um, yeah, I moved down here. I started working at the secret group. And I was really interested in doing it, but I was a giant pussy, so I never went up. But what happened was I was talking to someone upstairs, and I told them a joke I had wrote. And I don't know if they did it on purpose or not, but they told it on stage, and it did really well. And I was like, fuck that shit. Yeah. I never want that <laughs> the competitive, to happen again. The competitive streak got yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've definitely, I've definitely had that, dude, when you're hanging out on the patio, and you, you thought y'all were all just messing around, and yeah. then they go up, and you're like, oh, this fucker was joke shopping, and I was having an earnest conversation <laughs> with him. I, I, didn't realize, I didn't realize I was freely tagging his bits. Uh, <laughs> he didn't even know April Waldridge. Yeah. <laughs> well, six minutes to drop a callback in the punch. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's a, a pro. Or? Yeah. No, it's just very, very impressive. <laughs> Can I say I'm on a lot of blood pressure medication? Yeah. Blood predator medication. Blood, I'm a real blood predator. Yeah. That's uh, what they give sex offenders like, to keep them all chemically captivated. <laughs> I was thinking it's where you smell out girls' menstrual cycles at the bar. <laughs> Anybody on their cycle, I got a real blood predator here. I wish I could make the clicking noise. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the best administration joke we'll have on this podcast. Period. (laughs) There you go. All right. Because there was there was a time, um, and I wrote this down just because I was going to be really snarky. I was like, "Do you remember when people used to mistake us looking for one like one another? Yeah. And then you got in shape and I got funny. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wasn't going to get funny. We both knew that. Yeah. You've been you've been on fire lately. Uh, You. I, you did the uh, you did your ten minute story on on your DUI and like I really respect the balls of that just going up and then just instead because like I I'm such a pussy to where like I have to tell a couple of jokes to get rolling and then it's like mm, maybe I can do a three minute story and that'll be fine and then I'll end on like stronger stuff and you're like no fuck this we're doing the whole goddamn <laughs> narrative and I, I I fucking love it because people get on for the ride for the big act outs and everything yeah and so like I love that I don't want to burn your bits or anything like that uh, no you know, do your yeah. thing man yeah. No, I love that drunk driving bit. I really appreciate uh, it. And yeah. it comes out hot. It starts hot, which is why I think it does work. Because you've yeah. heard the dog story about my... Yeah, that yeah. one takes... You can't start with that because that takes three minutes to get into the good shit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you've already lost them by the time you do that. Right. But that, that DUI one just fucking comes out hot and keeps mm-hmm. rolling, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's a... I mean, that's an easy one to do because that's 90... Percent real. There's yeah. very little, <laughs> very little in art, art, artistic integrity. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. I was doing some jokes the other day. I was literally just talking about my kids, and the jokes weren't really working. And I was like, "Listen, y'all, these are real things that happen to my family, and it's way easier to talk about them than write jokes. If you don't laugh at my kids, I have to go home and be more abusive to get funnier <laughs> shit out of them because I'm not going to write jokes. That's the one thing I won't do. Yeah. All right, Mr. Jackson. There we go. <laughs> I know in the lifetime DUI race, like you've lost a couple of times, but have there ever been times where you've been pulled over and you've beaten it? Tons. Uh, yeah. You've got to figure I've gotten. Uh, okay. I've gotten four of them. Two of them have stuck and I've gotten away with, I mean, I've been bartending yeah. since I was 21. I grew up in the country. Yep. I've been let go a lot. Yep. I've yep. been out of it a lot. I've gotten out of it a lot. 
It just, yeah. I got, finally caught up. I got out of it last week or two weeks ago. Uh, I, I wasn't I wasn't drinking, yeah. uh, but we were driving to Lafayette, Louisiana, me and another comic, and uh, and he was having a couple of road sodas and uh, <laughs> a little, little rocket fuel, and I may have had one just because I missed it, you know. <laughs> um, but it was it was like nine o'clock in the morning too, uh-huh. and we were driving. And this lady fucking zooms by us at like 120. And then this cop zooms by us at, at 120, what? pulls this lady over. And I was like, all right, we're going to be fine. Do, 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 do. And as we get up to where they're pulled over, the cop is in the middle of the highway and goes, you, get the fuck over. And he's pointing to us to pull over too. And so I pull over on the side of the road. Uh, and the other comic throws his beer under, under the, the seat. I put mine in the back. And I'm just sitting there. And I go, Motherfucker, I've been such a good boy lately. Like, this is bullshit. Why did I even do this? God damn uh. it. Son of a bitch. My life's rising before my eyes. I'm like, we're never going to be able to do Lafayette again. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, and uh, the cop, he comes up hot. He's cussing at us. He goes, what the fuck, man? And I go, I'm sorry, officer. <laughs> and like, uh, he goes... Uh, he goes, he goes, you know how fast you were going? And I was like, 72, dude. And he was, goes, you were going 100 miles an hour. I go, no, man, you, you, you streaked by me to catch this fucking bitch back here. I didn't say that. Like, I was like, all right, well, here, here's, here's my, uh, my fucking ID, man. Yeah. And here's, here's my insurance. You did the white thing. Yeah, I did yeah. the white thing. And he goes back, he goes back, and he goes, uh, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, write you a ticket for careless operation of a vehicle. And I can smell the Miller High Life coming up from <laughs> everything. And I was like, Hopefully they think we just had a bad night last night and like like we can fucking move on. Uh, and then yeah, he just wrote me a ticket for careless operation of a vehicle and fucking bullshit parish, Louisiana. Wow. And yeah, it was that was so stupid. And it's one of those things to where like I'm so glad that that happened because I didn't get arrested. Yeah. And so now I'm just like, all right, well why why let's not do dumb things anymore. But you're we'll, gonna because you got away with it. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. <laughs> Are we uh, really gonna pretend we're learn our lesson, people? Yeah. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Look, I'm not well, the kind of guy to get a second DUI while I'm on probation for a first DUI in the same person's car I got the first <laughs> one in. <laughs> now I was coming back. I was uh, bartending in Norfolk, Virginia. And I was coming back from Nickel Beer Night at Tanner Creek. I am familiar with the concept. Uh, yes. I don't remember how much I drank, but I know I spent three dollars. D- <laughs> 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 and that was for all the homies. That yeah. Night. I was riding high. Yeah. And I'd been talking to this girl, and I saw her walking on the way home, and it was completely innocent. I'm like, "Hey, do you need a ride home?" Like, because I'm not the kind of I'm not yeah. weird about shit. With yeah. I'm yeah. just like, "Hey, do you need a ride home?" And a lady cop saw me and thought I was catcalling her and she pulled me over Fuck. <laughs> drunk as shit with like two ounces of weed in the car and my black friend Brandon yep. who's in riding shotgun and she's like which is worrying you more yeah <laughs> well dude I mean I was 21 and white. None of it was worrying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I was worried I wasn't going to be able to fuck the cop and the girl at the same time. That was my biggest worry. And uh, she's like, do you know why I pulled you over? I was like, you probably thought I was harassing that girl but i wasn't i was just asking her if she needs a ride home and i called her honey i called the cop honey <laughs> yeah yeah and i think i called her sweetie or something after that and she's like it's not sweetie it's not honey it's officer dipshit or whatever yeah yeah, yeah, was. yeah yeah officer clam and she's uh, like i'm gonna go to the car she can tell i was super nervous she's like i'm gonna run your shit and my friend brandon's like you need to chill out <laughs> and i was like i got this dude he's like no dude seriously we're fucked we're fucked we're fucked and the cop comes back and she's like how far do you live and i was like a mile and a half she's like 
I suggest you get where you're going and you get there very safely. And if you get pulled over again, I don't think you're going to make it home. And that was it. That was that, it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. My... my first DUI that got dismissed um, I had uh, been tailgating at the University of Mississippi all day when we were playing uh, Auburn so I'd started drinking at like 8 o'clock in the morning and I didn't stop drinking till about 2 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. you know like the next day like it was, it was, it was a marathon day I was fucking sloppy drunk um, I woke up in jail, so I had to read the police report. You know, it was it was it was one of those, uh, and this was my my first one. Apparently, I was DDing all of my friends home and like had dropped them all off. I had this. You were DDing. Yeah, you I was. I was like, I'm fucking home. fine. Y'all are all fuck. I'm I'm 22. Y'all are 19. Get in the fucking car, pussies. And uh, I had DDed everyone home, and I was driving back. I lived behind the the Oxford Airport, which is just gravel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got pulled over on the side of the highway. And uh, the cop comes up, and I read this the next day. I go, just fucking take me to jail, dude. <laughs> like, and, uh, like, and I woke up, and then like two weeks later, I had to, I had to go to court. And mm-hmm. so I was going to ask for a continuance, and I stopped at the gas station, uh, the BP off of the highway where I lived, and uh, this judge always came into the steakhouse that we were working out, mm-hmm. and everyone called him Judge, and he always got free shit. And like, like he would bring in all of his like assistants and like different attorneys or whatever. And he never paid for shit. And, uh, I walked in and he was sitting there reading the paper and he goes, boy, uh, what should I see you on my docket today for? <laughs> and I go, uh, well, sir, you know, I had a couple of pops a couple of weeks ago and, you know, and he goes, all right, well, what you going to do? And I was <laughs> like, uh, I'm going to ask for continuance, save up a little money, you know, so I can get me a lawyer. And he goes, well, why don't you just come on in and see what happens? And so then I go to. I go to a courthouse and uh, they go, State of Mississippi versus William Lynn Loden Jr. Is the arresting officer present? No? Case dismissed. <laughs> Bam! And I, I walk out into the, the hallway out of the court and the fucking guy who's arresting me is just standing right out there and he's just looking fury. <laughs> Uh, like, That's amazing. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Love that Southern corruption. Yeah, uh, I have a few more, but for the sake of karma, I don't think I'm going to go into any more of those. <laughs> exactly. I don't think, I think I'm just yeah, you know, pushing yeah. my luck. With Car- those, well, karmically, karmically, I think we're trying to balance, right? Sure. You know, right, like, right. like, like, we're like, like, you're, clean. you're, 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 you're sober now. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah, been you're, sober. Yeah, you've been sober. You're, you're raising your kids. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> well, I got nothing better to do now. <laughs> <laughs> Getting drunk, so. yeah. You know, like, I think, I think karmically, all of us, all of us at this podcast right now feel guilty, like because, like uh, you know, but and so we try to act like morally upstanding citizens at points, but then we know that there's the savage inside of us that can like. I wish I could say I feel guilty. <laughs> like, I wish I could say that. It's just more of like I'm still on probation, and yeah. I don't, I don't want anything to get back, you know, right, to right. make it worse for me. But no, dude. I don't feel that guilty about about too much of it. Yeah, I feel that. I just don't feel that way as a person. I've never felt that way. I definitely feel bad about stuff, and I understand the role I play in bad things and all that. I don't feel no responsibility. That's right. different. But I'm definitely not a big guilt guy. I don't like guilt of shit I've done in the past. Even right. At all. That's yeah. Well, it's a very forward focused person. I think you know that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. that's true. Yeah, yeah. What did right. I do? I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. Push forward. All right. What's yeah, the next absolutely. thing we got to do? Forward focused. And yeah. you know, as a former addict, I mean, that's the only way you really can. 
Oh, you get I'm too guilt. You get it down on yourself and shit. You can function and turn yourself around through extreme guilt. I am the prime <laughs> example of that. Really? It's not an easy method. It's no. not a pleasant method, but you can hate yourself into being a better person. <laughs> <laughs> ah, look at Catholicism. <laughs> like that, that's, yeah, because you know. there's nothing better than Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Are you Catholic? Were you raised in any religion? N- my parents were sort of Pentecostal. But when I was Is that a, the snake people? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Fucking rad. But like when I was like four or five years old, the church in my town like cast out my family because they accused my sister of being pregnant and being a whore. And my parents just never really picked up a new church. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. No, I feel that. I feel that one hundred percent. Oh, we got a Did little you guys order a pizza? Yeah, hopefully. Oh, we got people coming in early. I didn't All know right. if it was going to be my ex-wife or what's something. What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? What's going on? Yo, 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 yo. What's happening? All right. I was so worried that was going to be my ex-wife or someone. Like, that's <laughs> your podcast. Like, yeah. surprise. Yeah, exactly. Knocks on the door. Yeah, they're almost never good. <laughs> just, you owe me a lot of back child support. Just doing a Maury-style thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, she finally found me. Yeah, that's uh, that's so funny. That's cool. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Like, off the wall. Yeah. We got we got one plenty of enough. chairs. I can grab other chairs. Don't you worry. There's plenty of Topo Chicos. We got a couple of uh, we've got a couple of uh, Topo Chicos. We got the Topo Chico hard seltzers. If you're Ooh. interested in that, uh, Do you yeah. have those alcohol free. Yeah, uh, no, not. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any? Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, 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 that's scary. Let me, one second. Yeah, yeah. The best part about this live podcast is that people listening are just going to realize how hospitable Loden is. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even here for Loden. They just happened to buy, and he invited them in off the street. Yeah, there's yeah. not even any budget in this shit for an editor either. So all this shit's just going to be It's just going to go middle, straight into just it. Dead live. Man. I got to keep. Oh, I'm doing good. I keep getting in this really bad habit. No, I don't think we've met. Yes. Oh, it's nice to meet you. Oh, well, thank Definitely you. heard of you. <laughs> cool. I'm going to ride this motherfucker straight to the ground. I'm going to message my wife to bring me a sleeveless for our date night. There you go. Um, I think. Going skating, right? We're going rollerblading, dude. Dude, do you I'm have a the back brace these days? Oh yeah, you're a fruit booter. Yeah, I'm a fruit, fruit booter. Did you say you have a back brace? Yeah, back brake. You know? Oh fuck yeah, I do. Dude, <laughs> I'm 36. You're not allowed to operate those without a back brace. I got a helmet, wrist guards, knee pads. The there whole thing. There you go. There you go. Morgan has none of it, and I bitch at her all the time. <laughs> what if you roll your wrist and you can't work for a week? Yeah. Man. No, that's 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 rough. I remember. I remember back in the day, anytime I hear uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, like California Cation, I remember going to Sun City Skate Park and uh, I would bring my Razor scooter and everyone would just call me a fag. <laughs> I was just a little fat kid who loved Razor scooters, but, but, but I, I had the... I had the knockoff Razor scooter that uh, that, Wait, that stop did... stepping on your lap. <laughs> Give me a second with that. <laughs> Every time I hear a, a 
dream of Californication. <laughs> I just hear the song, the word "fag." No, like, I know what the fuck your ringtone is now. <laughs> I think what's killing me is we're almost the same age, right? And those didn't come out until I was like fifteen or sixteen, man. No, no, they were. They, I think they, they they released them in the South before they released them in the North, <laughs> like they do for like you know like Dairy Queen specials yeah, and stuff like that. Because like they're not I, ready for these up north. I, I got I got my knockoff scooter uh-huh. and not knockoff razor. I like that you live in a world where you somehow think the South is ahead of the time. <laughs> no, no, no. Over. I wouldn't say razor like scooters are ahead of <laughs> anything. No, no, no. It's a testing ground. All right. Like, 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 you know, like I think Pat Oswalt did a bit about this. A like, like, you don't, can burn. you don't want to test KFC products in major markets. You know, like, you, you just, you, you know, you just, you, you want, you want to test that shit in like Tulsa. So, like, yeah. like, you know, we want to hurt farmers, not financiers. Yeah. But, uh, God, I know what I'm listening to tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's never going to hear that? Anyone in Tulsa. I always have a great time in Tulsa. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, no, no, mid-market loading. That's what I'm calling myself. <laughs> I, can, you know. I think we've done Tulsa. We've done OKC. I've been to OKC a couple of times, yeah. which I kill there. Drew does not, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like Drew's brand of comedy out there no, at all. No, no, no. He's just like gay, and they're like, no, we're done. <laughs> you need to leave, son. The last time I went to OKC, I tried to go to the bombing site, the bombing memorial, uh-huh. and, and then I saw two squirrels fucking in a tree while I was high. <laughs> I just couldn't stop laughing, and I was like, I, I, I got to go. Like, um, I'm sorry. I can't be cool. We did it. We toured the whole thing and yeah. tried not to be obnoxious, but how do you not be obnoxious? Dude, well, you it, and dude? Drew get together and make me, because you've told me all of these stories about when y'all are on the road together, uh-huh. and like I would punch him. Like there's, <laughs> there was there was the story about when he replaced your windshield wiper fluid with, with water. Yeah, in the blizzard, and he'd replace the windshield wiper fluid with water. And didn't tell me he can't drive in snow. I found out in the, in the middle of a blizzard in the Rocky Mountains, dude. Here's um, the difference between me and him. He heard that story and got mad for you. I heard that story and I was like, you can't do that. <laughs> no. I would have. I would. My dad was a mechanic, by the way, and my car knowledge is one of the biggest disgraces. Of his life uh, isn't that kind of like the opposite thing that we do you know like because like my dad's an accountant and i was like fuck you i'm gonna learn how to weld uh i don't i don't Nah, yeah. <laughs> dude, my dad was cool as shit. I'm just spitting in the chat. My dad also peaked in high school, bro. <laughs> <laughs> high school as shit, dude. No, that's true, because like my dad was a Marine, and I can actually read books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't know what crayons taste like. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. That's right. He doesn't know what fentanyl tastes like. So, <laughs> so there are trade-offs. There's, there's, yeah, there's a couple of books trade-offs. and fentanyl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We all um, take different paths, man. <laughs> I was I was doing the bit. I was at this like smoky bar show in Cyprus, and I was doing the bit about how uh, like I grew my hair out over COVID, and mm-hmm. so my comic friends are dickheads, and they they said that I look like a Vietnam vet, and uh, and then there's these two guys in the bar. They go, "What the fuck did you say?" I was like, "There's gonna be a punchline," and I go like, "Oh, is it because of the the hair and the beard?" And they go, "No, Will, you're just a violent alcoholic." And then they were like, <laughs> "Fuck you, dude! I served in Vietnam." I'm, like, I'm kidding. I can talk about other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude! I served at Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I mean, if you're gonna punch down, punch down on the most mentally unstable of one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well, one of those. 
one of those OKC shows, I had a really good set just talking about growing up in the country and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And this drunk dude was telling me how much he enjoyed my comedy. And then he was telling me he thinks I could get back into baseball. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, I still have it in me. He's like, you're built like a good catcher. Have you ever thought about playing catcher? I was like, I'm 36. He's like, you still got time. <laughs> I coach kids for a living. I'm like, is this guy trying to mentor me back yeah. into baseball? Is he trying to blindside a 36 year <laughs> Look, come live with me, all right? You know, let me, let me, I'll teach you how to read. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he thought I had it though, dude. Uh, he tried. He was like a fucking sixty-year-old dude with long hair. Then he tried to get me and Drew, first me and Drew, to do coke with him in the bathroom. And then he's like, "I don't like your friend." <laughs> You'd make a better backstop than a catcher. <laughs> oh, ordinarily, you... if a guy doing coke in the bathroom with you is asking you to be a catcher, there's not much. <laughs> no, dude, nothing gay happened. <laughs> so I, I actually love OKC, dude. Yeah, yeah, I've had, I've had. Some <laughs> I, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about quitting comedy. All the time. Just going and chilling in OKC. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm. My dude. Okay, I think see, I got one more in me. Yeah. The last <laughs> the last baseball game I played was right after I'd moved to Houston and I was still living with my dad and like I didn't have a job, I didn't have shit. Uh COVID had just started and so like I was like Oh, fuck. You know, my fallback was the restaurant industry. And so like I don't know what's gonna happen now that all the restaurants are shut down. I was biking around uh over over on the north side it was a bunch of mexican dudes just playing baseball and like i stopped just to watch them on my bicycle Uh and they were like want to play and i was like i don't have a glove they're like oh it's fine it's fine it's fine and they got me a right-handed glove and i go oh i'm left-handed and so i'm just like miming like like (laughs) how my hands work (laughs) and then they were like oh no that's cool and then just Put that glove on your like. <laughs> so just turn so, your hand yeah. around backwards. So I just tried to play. I was just sitting in right field trying to just like catch pop flies with a right-handed glove on my left hand. It was a great time. I struck out three times. Perfect. Drank, drank a couple of beers and then uh, biked my way home. Yeah, we tried to find ourselves during COVID. <laughs> I did the. I did a similar thing. I was still doing a shitload of cocaine in the yeah. beginning of COVID, and I was like, I'm going to start playing soccer <laughs> at this size as a 300 pound man. I was like, I'm still. I got it. Still, if I can fucking play catcher, I can definitely play soccer. <laughs> and I didn't realize how good people are at soccer down here. So like, I joined this Facebook group and I find a team and I go out to play and shit. And I was skied out of my fucking mind, dude. And those guys did not. Know Know it hit him for like the first minute and a half. Like I was all over the place, intense, and then I just started dry heaving. Like, I'm like I'm really out of shape, and they're like, "You're fine, you're fine." Oh god, dude. But dude, can you imagine how terrifying it would be to be like a little five foot four Mexican soccer Seeing player? A Seeing farm me, a frothing farm Jew. Red face and choked up blood coming out of my nose. Just all the hate for my ex-wife's in my fucking face. You came we to the wrong the goddamn ball. <laughs> you came to the wrong end zone, Manuel. <laughs> oh. Oh man. Uh, yeah, that's. I tried to slide tackle. I didn't have cleats. I didn't have socks on. <laughs> I also didn't have the ability to slide tackle anymore. I just like tripped and went face first into it. Yeah. 
Uh, that was it. I haven't played again since then. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, <laughs> we're just doing sports stories. I went up. Uh, you remember when the Houston Comics got really into playing basketball oh, last yeah, summer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were all, we were all hooping uh, every every Sunday over at the Catholic Church by my house, and then we'd go eat Gus's Fried Chicken, and uh, it, was, it was a blast. One time when I went to Austin, I was like, I'm just going to keep hooping, see if people you know, want to play with me. Went to this nice little park, uh, and there was a dude there with an ankle monitor, and so... <laughs> He couldn't go to the three-point corner on one side. <laughs> and so, like, whoever he was guarding, uh, he would be like, "No, I can't go out there, man." <laughs> like, <laughs> this is why we need zone defense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, that's really funny. Yeah. I played with my ankle monitor a couple times, but yeah. I was allowed to go to the gym. So <laughs> I didn't get in trouble. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. How was that with the ankle monitor on? It was. How do you think it was? I man? assumed it. Sucked. It was great for comedy, but yeah. it was, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it sucked. It was hard to shower. It was hard to do anything. I was constantly worried. It would go off. Plus, it was an alcohol monitor, and I'm a bartender, dude. Yeah. And so, like the third day I had it, I dropped an entire bottle of rum, and it smashed next to my leg, and I was like, "Oh, that's it. I'm going back to jail <laughs> again." Yeah. 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 So I mean. Yeah, it really sucked, dude. It was better than jail. Yes. Slightly better than jail. Yeah. But that's about it. It felt so good to get that thing off, too. Yeah. Well, didn't, didn't you had a cutting ceremony, right? Um, That wasn't my ankle monitor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a really rough... That was emo night at the club. <laughs> and actually, in the Jewish community, we call that a bar mitzvah. <laughs> I thought it was a bris. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just had the lady at the fucking Easy Bonds bail place take it off for me. And I, I told her, I was like, uh, it really sucks because... I had trouble showering for like seven months, and she's yeah. like, "Jesse, they're waterproof." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I've only been over to shower once every other week. I have it covered." She's like, "No, you could have always just showered." <laughs> like, no, no, actually, I can't. Yeah. I'm hydrophobic. Right. <laughs> Develop hydrophobia. Yeah, a little hydrophobia. Oh man, that's funny. Oh. I told you when you guys were all playing basketball. I was going to the gym a lot too, yeah. but I was playing at 24-hour fitness, which was a lot stiffer competition. A little than more the comics. intense. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. In my head, I was like, I'm going to get really good and go dunk on all these comics in a few months. But I didn't realize nobody was going to pass me the ball for like three months <laughs> playing basketball. Dude, that is, uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, some of the comics thought that they were really good just playing comics, and they're like, we're going to join a rec league. And I was like, you're gonna I'll, get I'll do this, but we're about to get yeah. destroyed by some fucking TSU alums who like <laughs> are about to take their goddamn days out on yeah. us. And like, yeah, I played one weekend. I got nuts in my face like three times. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, like, you know, and I was just like, I was like, you know what, guys, I, I I'm, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll go back to. I, I sometimes sometimes I still go play over off of uh, Harvard Street in the Heights mm -hmm. with a bunch of teenagers. Uh, I always pick two. Probable lesbians. They're still wearing shorts from 2005. I didn't know Enrique played basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just rebound for him and let him shoot. You know, it's like, yeah, that's exactly that's the cardio I need. You know, I live in Third Ward, so yeah. I play with some of the kids from Yates. If you don't know, Yates is one of the best basketball they've, they've high school won, basketball yeah, teams. They, in the they beat they nation. beat a team 204 to seven. Dude, I got uh, yeah, embarrassed. 
by a 14 year old in slides. <laughs> Do you know what that feels like? And he let me score like the first five to let me. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, yeah I've yeah, got yeah. this. And then just burn me. And he was like five foot eight. Dude. Yeah, and yeah. Just no, he got cut from the me. Yates 15. Still, yeah, no, this, like, I, lived, I lived in Third Ward when I went to co- at college at U of H. And, uh, and we, were, we were playing with a bunch of kids. And, like, and then there was. There's this one guy who always rode around on a bicycle with a weed eater, so I assume he was homeless. But like he was, he was, he was, he was, was, yeah, he was all state in like '92, and so he's like, "Hey, hey, big dog, me and you, we got to teach these kids a little something, something." And I was like, "All right, fine." Those kids trashed us. Just uh, amazing. So let me tell. I told you I grew up in the country, right? Yeah. Okay. My high school basketball team, mine and Andrew's high school basketball team, just won the state championship in New York this last year. How does that make you feel? It made me feel amazing. (laughs) But you have to understand, the biggest kid on that team was like a five foot eleven white guy. Love that. That was the whole squad just catch and shoot (laughs) old school Larry Bird basketball. We run a three court press all day. These Uh kids are the best in the state. Whereas. If one kid from New York City would destroy that entire team, yeah, but yeah, it felt great. I've been bragging. I, I, I mean, months. it's it's a racial thing. I hate for it to be a racial thing, but anytime I see Wisconsin go really far in March Madness, <laughs> I'm like, come on, guys, you come can, on, you know, guys. Like, yeah. hey, look, that's <laughs> us. Yeah. yeah, I went to an all-black high school. Winning state titles doesn't even like, yeah, mean anything anymore. <laughs> We've got so many of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. Uh, well, good for it's you. It's just expected. When you're what were the test scores like? We don't have an accreditation anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Well, because Exxon, I, I was looking up your high school, and I think Exxon <laughs> paid for all of your new football and basketball uniforms yeah. to get tax breaks for everything. Oh, that's amazing. Dude, that's, that's there was something a lot that... of money laundering through my high school. <laughs> yeah, no. oil, oil companies will pay for, like, like, the reason we have Friday Night Lights shit in like Midland is oil companies will buy them all new gear every year so they don't have to pay taxes in the surrounding area <laughs> and you're like fucking go Midland alright you know these are some new helmets that's the south for you though obvious, the it's south. A fucking I obvious like... corruption you guys don't know your corruption yet <laughs> yeah. you guys are just right out and fucking <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It's got to be quiet, What is man. What is the, what is the proper sneaky. way to do corruption? I can't admit that on fucking podcast, dude. It would destroy the whole system. What did I just tell you? We'll talk about it later. Yeah. It's a trade-off. I mean, yes, my entire hometown is surrounded by chemical and oil refineries. And yes, everyone who's ever lived there is either going to get cancer or superpowers. Yeah. But I might have superpowers. <laughs> and that's not nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh. you get to learn Texas state history. Yeah, <laughs> not for long. <laughs> the Texas oh. the, the Texas state story is is very fascinating. I I've, it's been, I've been wild learning what uh, you guys think passes for history <laughs> here in the state. <laughs> well, what do y'all learn about the you branches know, of history. government? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a little uh, of the Dave branches. Crockett, motherfucker. Dude, I'm like, I'm like a, I was like an LB kid back in New York. Here, I'm like a fucking neuroscientist, man. <laughs> you know how easy it's been since I moved to Houston? I went from homeless on a fucking train to making almost, like, you know, I'm not going to say it, pretty good money. Yeah. Yeah. Did I you do. play sports? Yeah, I played baseball and tennis and played baseball through college. No shit. Yeah. What position? I was pitcher. Yeah. Being a relief pitcher for a bad college baseball team is like a far from being an athlete as you can be and still Seems- technically call yourself an athlete. Like I worked out like once a week. Yeah. Sounds like me and you get together and see if we can get back in this thing, dude. <laughs> I got a pitcher and catcher. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need. Bring yeah. the thunder. 
right. I uh, tried to coach a little league team to try to recapture some of that like lost glory. Yeah, I'm excited to coach for my kids. I'm looking forward to. I'm not going to lie. I really liked throwing 85 mile an hour fastballs at eight year old kids. <laughs> because they're like, what's it look like to get like real pitching? I'm like, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun and games till I drilled again. <laughs> That's the same reason I can't wait to coach my son in like uh, elementary school wrestling. <laughs> what's it like to wrestle a real man? <laughs> I'm fucking taking him four at a time on the mat. Come on. I tag your buddy in. I got one under my arm. I'm Someone's on top brought of the one chair. <laughs> Someone's gonna cut this clip out of context. Yeah, exactly. What's it like to wrestle a real man? I was there should have been hints that Jesse time. James had the darker side. I was taking four of them one at a time. I yeah. couldn't. Uh, the parents don't know. Yeah. Oh, I actually. I, I, Those I, are I, Michael Jackson-esque <laughs> numbers, sir. I actually did coach, and it is it is wonderful. Uh, I, I, yeah, no, it's it's the best. It's rewarding. It's rewarding, um, especially when you win. I know, like, no one cares, but like, winning's cool. Oh, I do. Uh, and uh, and then also, like, I realized that I needed an outlet. Like, like, like that's <laughs> where one of my bits came from. Is like I can like transubstantiate a lot of my rage onto yeah. these these little people and, you know and then like I can go about and function as an adult the rest of the day you know like and you're turning them into men which right, is also exactly. great yeah, yeah 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 no it's there's there, there's a couple of things like that you know like teachable moments and shit and then <laughs> yeah. like you you get like put in weird positions like I was coaching a high school lacrosse team in Tennessee and one of the kids got popped with a minor in possession because he was DDing all of his kids like all of his friends home and they were all fucked up uh-huh. but he blew a point zero zero. And then the athletic director was like, you got to punish him. He can't have a minor in possession. I was like, no, he did the right thing. And they were like, nope, got to punish him. I'm thinking you suspend him for the rest of the season. I go, fuck no. And then I got to yell at the athletic director for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, about like morality, which felt great, uh, <laughs> you know, because I rarely get to be on the right side of things. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And asking you to punish someone for being a minor in possession. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. No. No. I had to fire somebody for being too high off weed at work. (laughs) I felt so awful. (laughs) But he was so high that I couldn't fucking hide it. Right. Like, we're playing Texas Hold'em, a game where you get two cards. He sits down at the table, gives everybody at the table one card, and goes, I got to go, and stands up and walks to the next table. (laughs) (laughs) You can't really just air rush over. Uh, I had one of the... I'm, I won't say who I had one of the new bartenders I hired at work who uh, the first question during her, her interview, the first question was, are we allowed to drink on the job? That was immediately, yeah. She's like, what's your policy for drinking on the job? I was like, definitely not to ask during the interview. <laughs> <laughs> the only real policy we have. Yeah. And yet you said you're a new employee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's fucking cool. Of course I hired her. <laughs> she's cool as shit. She drinks on the job. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bartenders, dude. They're not youth group pastors. Yeah, That's yeah. actually, if you don't ask that question, you don't get the job. <laughs> Someone just comes in, they're like, yeah, I really want to do a great job here and move up. I'm like, get out of here, you fucking nerd. <laughs> go, to, go back, go to Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny to me that Drew has to keep comping people drinks to reach things for him. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me that. Do I need something else to get on him about? He posted on Facebook. Why am I the one telling you about this? Do you know how many times he posts something on Facebook and I have to immediately message him and be like, are you trying to get written up right now? <laughs> are you trying to lose your job? Please stop making it so easy to fire you. 
Every time he had he had a slide whistle whistle recorded on his phone, no. and every time someone took a shot, he would play it really loud over the loudspeaker. Every time someone orders a drink, he goes, "Do you want it strong?" and puts it on his bicep. Every <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> and I don't know. You you know Drew, no, right? No, no, no. With 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 a super long line. All right. So oh, was, this was on Sunday it takes night. So long, dude. On on Sunday night at the Bobcat Goldwish show, there are like a hundred people waiting to get in, and I was just sitting at the bar chilling. He goes, "Do you want the drink strong?" I go, are, "Are you gonna do this for everyone?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, we had to start the show twenty minutes late." Well, that was the real show. Was at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, oh, man. So look, look, Bobcat, Bobcat was absolutely fantastic. The guy who talked about eating pussy before him, I don't really know, but the real champ <laughs> of the show. Yeah. Okay, real, real quick. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but listen, do you remember Skankfest? Yeah, apparently. Okay, the first day of Skankfest, I come in and Drew's working the door. All right. And he has an empty beer box on his head, like it's a hat. And he's shoveling pasta with one hand into his mouth. And he's, he's already drunk and high. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? He's like, uh, somebody just put acid in my mouth. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, somebody put acid in my mouth. And I thought he was fucking with me. I yeah, because he, he fucks with people like that. We come back 30 minutes later, and he's passed out, and there's vomit all <laughs> over the main table of the door. Yeah. So we God. had to send him home. God damn. Obviously. Yeah. Really? We had to <laughs> stuff him into a fucking Uber with it. He had his broken leg in that little scooter he was yeah. riding around covered in puke. Uh. And then he had to come back the next night for the naked roast. Yep. After he lost his job that night, he had to come back. So he gets fired once. He comes back to do the naked roast. He's versing me in front of a fucking huge, huge crowd. crowd. Yeah. And we do great. We kill it on there. But he writes Luis Gomez's phone number across his stomach during the naked <laughs> roast. His he actual fucking, personal he number. He doxed him. Yeah, yeah. He doxed yeah. him. He goes up on stage. Nobody. I told him he don't do it. He keeps doing that shit. He's done that a couple of times. And, yeah. and nobody says anything about it. At the end, the judges finally ask, "Whose number is that?" And I just put my head down. And he goes, "It's Luis J. Gomez's personal number." <laughs> and when I get off the stage, Luis Gomez is standing mm. over him, fucking screaming, "I will fucking kill you, <laughs> Drew's little dick!" Is that yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, by Louis Jacobs. He's like, yes, sir, yes, sir. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He's like, I'll fucking kill you. And then he looks at me and he goes, what's wrong with this kid? What did he think would happen? I go, honestly, I think he got exactly what he wanted from me. <laughs> and he looked at me and Louis just walked away. And he's like, get him out of here. So that's the second time we had to throw him out of the same festival. He came back the next day and I walked up to him and I go, no. Yeah. Nope. No. no, home. Not, yeah. no. <laughs> I'll see you next week. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Fucking oh man! That, uh, that you know naked how mad rest. you have to be to yell at a naked guy <laughs> 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 to not oh. even wait till he makes it to the put a robe on place. And he made an impression, all right. I think they even brought it up on the Skankfest podcast when they, they went did. back home. They yeah. did. They brought that up. Uh, they brought up Ad Hodges cock. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I was no, Ad brought that up. We yeah. just saw it. Dude, Doug Stanhope was really drunk and he was licking on my nipples, uh, which you know what, what a cool story I'll have for the rest of my life. And yeah. Ad Hodge takes off his his robe and he has a fucking dick down to his goddamn knees, and, <laughs> and Doug Stanhope looks at him. He goes, 
why does he even want to be a comic? In <laughs> <laughs> all fairness, I did too. Yeah. I, took my pants off. I had this big fake prosthetic dick I bought that I put over mine, and when I walked out, it looked like I had a massive hog to everybody, and then I just shook it off. <laughs> I had about this much dick left after. And everyone in the back's like, I didn't understand what happened. Like, I watched you rip your dick off, and I was so confused. <laughs> Those jackass boys are getting committed. <laughs> every that time, was such a fun show, dude. That was great. Yeah. Me and Cornelius had a great time. Yeah, every, you guys had a great set. Every time I go to Austin, there are like five comics who are like, yeah, man, I've seen your dick. What's up, <laughs> dude? And I'm like, all right, this is cool. Yeah. Can you get me on your show? Yeah. Who are the... <laughs> have dick, will travel. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> will dick, have travel. Yeah. All right. All right, cool. Fuck, that was hilarious. Yeah, I'm Jesus. sweating. That was good. Yeah. I don't even know where we go off of that cascade of dicks at the end. Uh, I mean, where can we find you on social media? How about that? Uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me at Biggest Funny Boy on uh, Instagram, and then of course Jimbo and Jumbo's Big Fun Show. You can find on Facebook and on Instagram every other Tuesday. Every other Tuesday at the Secret Group, but we also appear as Jimbo and Jumbo yeah. constantly on everything. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. <laughs> uh, you got any uh, fun dates coming up? Um. Yeah, I do, but the blood pressure medicine has my brain super clouded. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm featuring for uh, somebody who's really funny this weekend, and I don't remember who. Cool. But it's at a distillery. That's going to be a good time. There you go. I got some other stuff going on. Me and Drew are saving up money to go to Europe. <laughs> okay, so there's a great show in Berlin called We Are Not Germused. Uh, that's an English-speaking show. Uh, it's over in the Berkheim district. I did it. Uh, I did one other show when I was in Berlin, and uh, I fucking sucked. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was a it was a bunch of people who were like English second language coming to a comedy show to learn comedy and like learn English at the same time. And uh, I I just wish we could get through one goddamned episode of this podcast without you giving German cultural recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> it's every fucking time with you. <laughs> Sorry, have I done this a lot? I don't even remember. Yeah, every time <laughs> I bombed, and yeah, this, this guy who killed, he was like, he's like, so um, I moved back in with my father after college, um, because I am pathetic, and um, <laughs> and my father he tells me he is dating local single women, um, and and then he goes to work the next day, and I get on the PC computer to masturbate, and. <laughs> And then I see on the side the uh, local single women in my area. So I think my father, he, he clicked on the cookies, uh, <laughs> the advertisements. And this, this joke killed. I'm not going to Europe anymore <laughs> after that. They're not going to like anything I'm selling, dude. I'm going back to OKC. <laughs> Perfect. It's Tulsa or bust from here. <laughs> Meet me in the Tulsa County Stars, boys. There we go, baby. Where can they find you on social media, Will? They can find me at uh, William Lynn Loden Jr. on Facebook, Will underscore Loden on Instagram, and at gunsandliquor.com for all of my stuff. All right, cool. There we yep. go. What about you, Ben? Where can they find you? On Instagram, at Very Dark Comedy. Thanks for coming out, Jesse. Thanks for having me, guys.